I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be focusing on the fear of public speaking and more importantly, overcoming that fear. Because glossophobia, the fear of public speaking, is an actual thing. And according to Wikipedia, speaking anxiety can lead to serious detrimental effects on one's quality of life, career goals and other areas. The fear of public speaking is said to affect around 75% of the world's population. 75%. Absolute madness. But I get that. It's easy for me to say because it's a massive, massive passion of mine. But where in your life is your fear of public speaking or even those little anxieties that you may have around it? Where is that holding you back? Is it stopping you from getting your dream job? Maybe it's presenting you from asking someone that you really like, maybe even your soulmate, on a date? Is it stopping you from pitching for new clients? Where is it holding you back? My advice, don't let it. I get that that's easier said than done sometimes, but the simplest way to overcome a fear is often to face it head on. As Susan Jeffers states in her book of the same name, feel the fear and do it anyway. Sometimes exposure to the thing that you are most fearful of or that you have anxieties around as long as it's in like a controlled or a measured environment, it can absolutely help you to f- overcome that fear. Now, I know that's often easier said than done, but I'm absolutely going to recommend looking at the end goal. So if we take the example of people who are afraid of flying, maybe you dislike the thought of flying, you feel anxious or nervous, you have fears about what could potentially go wrong, but the end goal helps you to overcome it. So I went on holiday recently and as I was walking up the steps to the plane, the lady in, in front uh, was explaining how she'd taken some like herbal remedy to calm her nerves down. She's fearful of, of flying and she said that she'd been reading uh, to give her something to focus on while she's been waiting to get on the plane rather than worrying about the flight. And she looked so nervous. And I'll be honest, I was a little bit guilty at the time of thinking, if you hate flying so much, why are you even getting on a plane? Why are you booking to go away? But actually, within that lies the answer, because the desire to go on holiday was so great that she was willing to face a fear of flying and do it anyway. So my advice is for you to do that with public speaking. Okay, I'm going to give you some hints and tips on how you can do that. But first things first, it's important to identify if it is an actual fear or if it's just some small anxieties. Also to accept the fears are often just the thoughts in our head that we add fuel to by thinking of these scenarios and we allow that to overtake us, overwhelm us so much so that we let them grow and expand into something much bigger than they actually are. Now, if you try to ignore the fear, it can actually exacerbate it. So you need to identify what it is, but don't give it so much headspace that it totally overwhelms you. Identify the fear, acknowledge it, and focus on overcoming it. So I'm going to ask you to do two things first. Put into context, focusing on two main things. Firstly, what is the end goal and how much do you want it? Secondly, what's the worst that can really happen? Now we're going to break these down and look at each one in turn. So step one, what's the end goal and how much do you want it? So what is the end goal? Where is public speaking going to help you? 
So in the instance of the holiday, the end goal was having a holiday with the family, having a great time, enjoying the sunshine, you know, um, getting some much needed vitamin D, as many of us who live in the UK need, and releasing all those endorphins, feeling happy. But what if we reverse the thought process instead of what could go wrong into what will I miss out on if I don't? That's exactly how this lady had looked at it when she was going on holiday. So what are your fears and what's the end goal? And if you look at the end goal and think, what am I missing out on if I don't get on the stage and present? If I don't speak in front of my peers to pitch for the job? If I don't overcome my fear of speaking to people one-on-one and present myself well in the job, whatever your end goal is, if you don't overcome your fear of public speaking, what opportunities are you going to miss out on? Are you going to miss out on that greatest job that you, you know, was made specifically for you? Are you going to miss out on going on the best date of your life ever because you're scared of talking to people? Are you going to miss out on, you know, getting the, the most lucrative, best paying client? So look for the positive instead of the negative. Instead of thinking, what could go wrong? What if it doesn't go the way that I planned? Think of what are you going to possibly miss out on? What massive opportunities are there for you if you just feel the fear and do it anyway? So don't let it hold you back. Focus forward on that long-term goal and visualize your success. And actually, that's the next step within it is to visualize yourself achieving your long-term goal. Visualize what it's going to be like when, not if, but when. When you stand up and you deliver that great speech, when you get rapturous rounds of applause, when you get people running to buy your product, when you get people vying for your business instead of you pitching to them. That's one of the ways to do it is to visualize your success. But I'm also going to give you some other top tips to help you to overcome your fears around public speaking. And the first one, feel the fear and do it anyway. Get a gig booked in, whether that be to one, two or three people or whether that be to 300 people. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Just do it. Because in reality, unless you face it head on, you're giving this fear headspace and you're giving it giving it opportunity, you're giving it all of the perfect conditions for it to grow into something absolutely massive. And quite often when I deliver uh, training days where we focus on public speaking and we start the day by asking people, you know, I'll ask people in the room, why are you here? What are you hoping to get out of the day? I've never delivered a training day where someone hasn't said to improve my confidence or because I fear public speaking. Never. And I honour those people who, even though they know it's a fear or an anxiety, that they're facing it head on. But also, fast fast forward into the end of the day, when people have delivered a little speech in front of their peers, when they've actually overcome the fear, whether that's just in front of one or two people or in front of, you know, a much larger group of seven, eight, nine, ten people, however many are in the room, what they've actually realised is that they've given this fear so much opportunity to grow that actually it was a small anxiety that has just blown out of all proportion and grown into something huge within their head. And actually the reality is nowhere near as difficult as the, the fear that they've built up within their minds. So let me give you some top tips. The next point, relax your mind before your speech. Now, this is something that we call in public speaking, getting in state, not to be confused with getting in a state, panicked and and fearful, getting into state. So getting into state is where you'll give yourself the opportunity to prepare to relax your mind. And you can do this in so many different ways. So some people choose to take time alone. Others like to have like certain music on or on the headphones or 
um, meditate, anything that gets you to calm down and get ready. So I don't know if you've ever watched the uh, Netflix documentary on Tony Robbins, I'm Not Your Guru. And Tony Robbins, when you can be seen preparing for his speeches and he's jumping up and down on a little trumpet and he's getting all excited and all energetic. He's increasing his energy, increasing his state. And it's about you finding out either your calming or your excitable state that you need to get into before you prepare a speech. And the only way to do that is to test it. So for me personally, I have kind of set routines where I'll listen to music beforehand and then I'll spend a little bit of time on my own from a set point in the day. I'll spend a little bit of time on my own, just kind of in my own head, preparing the first 30 seconds of the speech because that's the most important is getting it started right. So top tip, relax your mind before your speech. Next top tip, and this is one that I think so often is overlooked, is to congratulate yourself for taking that first step. We can often be so focused on the next thing that you're going to do that you don't actually take time to congratulate yourself for the small wins. So if you've booked in a little gig or a big gig, if you've walked up to someone that you've wanted to ask on a date for a long time and even though you're scared, you've done it anyway. If you've stood up in a networking event and spoken in front of people, if you've presented to a panel to try and pitch for a promotion or a job, congratulate yourself. A huge well done to you. Celebrate those little wins and the smaller ones lead to bigger wins. Absolutely congratulate yourself. Next top tip, prepare and practice. Now I've covered this in previous episodes. However, preparing and practicing for your speech until you're not only comfortable with your content, but you also know it well enough to deliver it confidently. That is absolutely paramount. So the top tip around practice and preparation is so, so important. And I know I've hammered it home in previous episodes, but these, a culmination of these little things help you to overcome the big fear. Because if you've got this this big fear or you've got these like multitudes of anxieties around public speaking, it's like the old analogy of how do you eat an elephant? How do you overcome the fear of public speaking? One bite at a time, break it down step by step. So you need to get in state, relax your mind. You need to congratulate congratulate yourself for overcoming a fear and booking in a gig, whether you're still fearful of it or not. You need to prepare and practice. Okay, so I personally dislike the phrase, fake it till you make it. I don't think that you should do that, but there are so many different adaptations to this for you to create your own version, like believe it and you can achieve it. Uh, see it, my mentor says, see it till you be it about sometimes that you're not the best, most polished version that you're ever going to be. Maybe you're not the expert. Maybe you're not, you know, perfect. And let's be honest, nobody is. But your speech isn't the way you want it to be or you've not yet overcome all of those anxieties. Believe it and you can achieve it. Absolutely is the case. Because if you're overcoming those fears step by step, one speech at a time, one presentation at a time, one pitch at a time, Over time, your confidence will improve and the more confident you become, it becomes this fabulous prophecy of you become more confident so you get better results, whether that be getting the pay rise or getting the job that you want, getting the date that you want, pitching for a client, whatever it might be, getting the sale that you're looking for. And then the next thing that that leads to, you get that, achieve that goal, whatever that may be for you, which boosts your confidence again. So you've got this boosted confidence again and you've got these endorphins running and you think I'm getting better at this, I can do it. And the next time you do it better and better, these lead on to your success within public speaking, presenting, pitching and public speaking. 
And actually, another thing that I'd like to do is actually is revert back to episode 14. Because in episode 14, I covered my top 10 tips to public speaking. And this these are imperative whether you are an established public speaker, but they're also really, really important if you do have any fears or anxieties. So I'm going to recap those top 10 tips. Tip number one, speak about something that you're passionate about or that you know very well. Because if you imagine that you're building up this anxiety around public speaking, because you imagine it to go wrong, you've got fears around speaking in front of a huge group of people. Imagine if you're just having a conversation one-on-one with somebody and it's something that you're really passionate about. It's something that you know really, really well. Your knowledge, your experience, your stories mean that you're comfortable in saying that one-on-one. So then it's just about building up that audience to one to two, one to ten, one to a hundred, one to a thousand. Or you can take some little like shortcuts and side routes to it. Because right now, while I'm recording this podcast, there's just me here. But it's still a public speech of sorts. There's just me. I'm confident in my subject area. I'm really passionate about it. So you can do that too. Whether it's recording a podcast, whether it's writing a book, writing up a blog post, whether it's doing a pre-recorded video for Facebook, you can do the one-on-one version initially because when you do one-on-one, you can still reach wider audiences. So speak about something that you know very well or you're passionate about. Top tip number two, know why you're doing it. Now, this links to the point that I made earlier on about uh, the end goal, the long-term vision, the long-term goal. Because if you have a purpose for your speech set out from the start, whether that's to entertain, to inspire, to share a story, an experience, to pitch, to sell, to earn money, whatever it is. If you think to yourself, what is the purpose of my speech? What value have I got to add? And also, what am I going to miss out on if I don't do it? You've absolutely got it nailed. Because that little bit of fear, a little bit of fear, I think, is absolutely a positive thing. Too much fear, hold you back. A little bit of fear means that you're going to take the time to prepare. It means that you're going to care for your audience, that you're going to give value, that you're going to um, provide exactly what you set out to from the start. So top tip number two, know why you're doing it. Top tip number three was to follow a system for your speech. So we've covered in previous episodes, episode two initially is where we covered the Pentagon model. Having a system that you follow, whether you're doing this one-to-one or one-to-many, whether you're doing it in a podcast format or on a, a written format or whether you do it in front of a huge audience, something to fall back on, a system, a process. Some, some people choose to do a script or maybe some keywords or phrases that you work from. If you have a fear of public speaking, quite often it's around the fear of it going wrong. But just like anything else in life, if you have a system, you follow it to the T. You should have no issues. So top tip number three, follow a system. Top tip number four was to know your audience. So focus on your speech to those who are going to be listening. Imagine who you're depriving of listening to what you've got to say. Imagine that your audience, say you're pitching for a job or a promotion, knowing your audience, putting your fears to one side, knowing that by answering their questions, their queries, their their things in their head, those little questions that pop up, you answer those questions in their head before they have a chance to formulate them and say them verbally, you're going to get that job. So know your audience, focus on the benefits to your audience and the value that you're going to provide to them. Top tip number four. Number five, I'm reiterating again and again and again, which is to practice, prepare and practice again. Practice, prepare and practice again. The best speeches in history have been practiced and prepared. Even the ones that look like they're off the cuff, 
fly by the seat of your pants, you know, taking the opportunity speeches. Most of them are prepared, not necessarily scripted, some are, but not necessarily um, scripted, but all of them are prepared in some way, whether that's going back to point three of having a system for it, whether that's having prepared it previously, whether it's practicing in private. So point five, absolutely imperative, practice, prepare, practice again. Top tip number six was to start with the end in mind and visualize your speech. And I've already touched upon this, not just visualizing your speech, but if you have this fear around public speaking, wherever it stems from, visualizing it going really well, but visualizing succeeding in your end goal, because there will be areas in your life where your fear of public speaking is holding you back if you're allowing it to, if you're not facing that fear head on. And that might only be on a really small scale right now. But it could be a huge thing that you're holding yourself back from. Think about those missed opportunities, small tweaks that can lead to an absolutely massive achievement. So start with the end in mind, visualize your speech, visualize your end goal, visualize what you're going to achieve. Top tip number seven was to create connection and build a rapport. So I've touched upon this in many previous episodes, which is that people buy into people. Often people will will say to me that they have a fear of public speaking because no one wants to listen to what I've got to say. But people buy into people. Your audience want to connect with you. One of the main ways that your audience can connect with you is, you know, by you sharing your live examples or your stories. And that's a subject that you know really, really well. In fact, you know it better than absolutely anybody else. So you're the expert in that field. And if you're the expert on the subject of you, that should give you confidence to be able to share it with people to overcome those fears. Top tip number seven. Top tip number eight is to record your speeches or record them in front of an audience and look at what went well and what didn't. Now you can do this before you even book your first gig. We are 99% all our own worst critic. I've definitely been in that position where I'll watch myself back on a video or even I'll listen back to my one of my podcasts and I'll think, you spoke too fast there, or you jumbled up your words there, whatever those kind of niggles are that you'll identify. But watching your speeches back or listening back to yourself or practicing it and listening back, yes, you're going to be able to be a little bit critical. You're probably hypercritical, but you'll identify areas where you can improve and things that you can tweak. Because if you practice in private, when you deliver that speech in public, You're not going to have, you're going to overcome those fears of what if it all goes wrong? Because if you prepare well enough, if you have practiced, if you've thought of your audience and had the focus of their value of their reaction in mind, then you're going to give great value. Top tip number nine, write down at the end of each speech what you're going to change if you were to go forward. Now that's again, if it's been done in a practice environment or if you're doing it live in front of people, immediately after presenting, um, I, you'll have everything fresh in your mind. So from experience, I know that if you jot down just a few things, even a few little hints of this went really well, this is what I'll change going forward. Remember, there is no perfect speech. Never a perfect speech. Something's always going to go a little bit different to the way that you planned it. And that's absolutely fine because the same can be said in any area of your life. You can't prepare for absolutely anything, but the more prepared you are, the more practice you have the better you're going to be. Because my top tip number 10 in episode 14 was to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it. Go back to the beginning, do it all again. Because public speaking has, without a shadow of a doubt, 
absolutely and utterly changed my life. And I am so grateful that, and by the way, I felt fearful so many times when delivering a speech. And a little bit of nerves, a little bit of anxiety is a good thing because one, it shows that you care. And two, it stops you from kind of being too cocky, too complacent and not really preparing and practicing. But that little bit of fear, it serves you well, but don't let the fear overwhelm you. You need to own the fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. So let me just recap what we focused on so far. Firstly, identify whether it's a fear, an actual fear, or whether it's an anxiety, a small little, you know, doubt or fear in your head that's holding you back from public speaking. And then the next step is to look at what that fear is holding you back from achieving. What is it stopping you from doing? What is it preventing you from achieving? What massive goals could you succeed in if you just felt the fear a little bit and did it anyway? Remember Susan Jeffers' book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Remember the lady who's fearful of getting on a plane, but the end goal is so great. And so she anticipates it so much. She looks forward to it so much that the fear is so minuscule that you'll do anything to overcome the fear. So if you put into your focus those end goals, what it is you're hoping to achieve and flip it on its head completely instead of thinking, oh, what if I get on the plane and something goes wrong? what is waiting for me when I get off the plane the other side? What amazing things am I going to experience? Do the same with your speech. Instead of thinking, well, what could go wrong? Think of what's going to go really, really well. How amazing will it be? What will I achieve when I overcome that fear? What goals am I going to be able to achieve? What value am I going to be able to provide? If you think of that, you know, that that desire being so great, meaning that you're willing to face that fear and overcome it head on because once you've done it once, it gets better and better and easier and easier. So identify what the end goal is and how much you want it. And focus point two on really, what is the worst that can happen? I've touched upon this in so many episodes previously, so I'm not going to, I've hammered it home already, but what is the worst that could possibly happen? There are some phenomenally successful people within this world who've had perceived you know mistakes when they've delivered speeches yet they're still massively successful it's either added to it or they've been successful in spite of it and I've mentioned Gerald Ratner in the past I've mentioned people like who've made mistakes in their speeches or in their gigs and actually how many politicians have made faux pas and still been elected into their roles that they're in today so focus on your end goals remember those top 10 tips from episode 14 recapped in this episode and in my previous episode I um I I added in a poem I'm a big fan of poetry. I like reading things. People don't often know that. And uh, it went down really, really well. I had so many people contacting me and saying, what's the name of the poem? Who is it by? That I've decided to finish today's episode with a poem to help you overcome your fear of public speaking. And the poem is called The The Speaker Unaccustomed to Such Oratory Feats. And this is a poem by Wendy Bork. The Speaker Unaccustomed to Such Oratory Feats cleared his throat a bit too loudly while he fumbled through his sheets. The crowd sensed early on that they were in for a rough ride when he called the ladies laddies and he knocked the podium offside. It teetered like a clanging gong upon the discombobulated stage and when he tried to set it right, off flew his last speech page. Soaring high atop the ground, a dizzy darting, dazed white dove elusively zigzagging and landing on the light above. But still the speaker moiled on and on with his task. 
He'd come to speak and speak he did. What more could people ask? It's true. He rambled on somewhat and forgot where he was going. But by then, he had them all on board without his even knowing. They agonised each common word and prayed that the man knew it. The only thing that mattered now just let the guy get through it. Every jaw was clenched with dread, hands gripped in fists that pleaded. Perspiration ran like rivers as they willed the words he needed. And when at last he'd ummed his last, and the speech ground to an ending, they applauded with great gratitude, and no one was pretending. Thank you for listening to episode 23 of the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. I look forward to speaking to you soon.